Hey, dear listener, Anthony here. Before we hop into the show, I wanted to let you know about an incredible new resource we just released, The Five Rules of Investing. Dan and I are huge advocates of modeling the behaviors of the people who have done what you hope to do. And who better to model when it comes to investing than legendary investors like Warren Buffett, Howard Marks, and Ray Dalio? This free ebook breaks down the simple time-tested strategies of billionaire real estate investors that you can use to take your investing to the next level. So head over to InvictusMultifamily.com and grab your ebook today. All right, now let's hop into the show. Multi-family investing made simple in under 10 minutes is a podcast where we take the complexity out of real estate investing so that you can take action today. How'd you like that intro, Dan? That it really kind of threw you for a loop, huh? Yeah. I mean, I'm working on crescendos. It started down here and then it may got up to like a four. I don't think we got up to a 10, but mm-hmm. for you, you know, that was impressive. When we do these uh, intros, we kind of kind of just get into the groove and just mundane. So every time it's the same thing. I wanted to put a little bit of character, a little bit of pizzazz into there. Yeah. So always trying Who's to elevate the next the one in Spanish. The problem with that, and it's not what you would think. It's <laughs> the fact that I don't speak Spanish. Um, maybe that is a problem. That, that maybe that's what you thought. But that seems irrelevant. Let's let's talk about what we're here to talk about, which is infinite returns. Ooh, like that sounds pretty good, right? Like I want an infinite return. Now, this isn't just clickbait, right? Like we actually have something underlying this that is interesting and compelling for a real estate investor at home to to know more about, right? We didn't just bait and switch them. Yeah, no, and it's it's important to notice for any of you people who are looking for life insurance information, we're not trying to bait and switch you. We're not going to talk about that. If you're looking for oh, life no. insurance, infinite banking, wrong video, keep going. Wrong video. Yeah, you're, we're talking no, about we're something talking about else, infinite. which I think is actually cooler. All right, so so walk me through infinite returns. And what, what do we mean by that? Because it's a term that we use occasionally yeah. when we're talking to investors to get them their appetite like, whoa, that sounds really cool. Um, get them on the hook, so to speak. Yeah. The example I like to use when describing this concept to people, and honestly, we don't use infinite returns much because it's got a little bit of a buzzword nature to it. It sounds, it sounds clickbaity. And- yeah. Uh, but I mean, it is going to get people to click on this video, which is why we used it today. But what we're really talking You're about- You're here listening, is- aren't you? Um, being able to make money without having any capital at risk. So the way I like to describe this concept to people is through a uh, uh, an, an analogy that I think most people should be able to wrap their heads around regardless of whether they understand real estate or not. So let's say you go into the casino and you put down a hundred bucks at the blackjack table and you win a hundred bucks on your first hand. And you take that out, you take your winnings out, your hundred bucks, and you keep playing with what is now known as house money, right? Your, your winnings from that first hand. Uh, you took the money out that you put in, and that was your capital that you had at risk. It is now off the table, and it is not at risk anymore. And you continue to play. And let's just say you do pretty well and win more money off of that 100 bucks that the casino gave you. Uh, those would be infinite returns. When that denominator drops to zero, your capital invested is zero. You got your initial capital out. That denominator goes to zero. You cannot calculate your ROI anymore because the denominator is zero. And that's why we call it infinite returns. Uh, but today we're going to do a little bit more of a deep dive on how that works in real estate, which is pretty cool. 
Yeah, and, and the thing here is there's a couple different ways that you could generate an infinite return. One would just be to buy a deal with absolutely none of your own money, with no money. There's none, right? Like if you could get 100% financing, you're in the deal for $0, like you're getting an infinite return. The problem with that is you have 100% leverage. That's really risky. That's really scary. And so we don't recommend that path. There are some operators out there that like to leverage up to the hilt so that they can get close to that infinite return. But we are not those people. We're very risk averse. So we like to keep our debt coverage ratio nice and beefy. So that leaves us with one other way of really getting that infinite return. And that's through the cash out refinance. So if you've listened to us before, you're familiar with value add multifamily real estate. But if this is your first time listening to this, let's just quickly walk through how this works. When we buy an apartment building, the way these things are valued is as a function of that building's net operating income divided by what's called a cap rate. So let's put aside the cap rate right now because that's it can be confusing. Just know it's a, it's a multiplier. It's a way of calculating the building's value. And so when we go in and acquire these assets, our goal is to improve the NOI. By doing that, we can make our buildings more valuable. Now, the ways that we do that is we increase the revenue or we decrease the expenses. Those are the two ways to improve the NOI. And once we do that, if we go into a, in a, into a property and we renovate the units, we make them snazzier, and then we start charging $200 more in rent per month, well, we've just added a ton of value. And so then what we do is we go to the bank and we say, hey, our, our, our building's worth more now. We did all this work. We increased the, the revenue. We decreased the expenses. We would like to refinance this. And the bank says, sounds good. It does look like it's worth more. And so now they give us a loan for that new higher amount. We pay back our old lower amount loan and we take the difference and we pay back ourselves. We pay back our investors. And now we have no more money in the deal. Hence, from that point forward, all cash flow, all distributions, it's an infinite return. So let's maybe let's get into some numbers. And because that the, the cash out refinance was always kind of confusing to me. I tried to explain it with words and not numbers because the numbers kind of confused me. But now that we have the base, let's let's layer some numbers in there. Let's do it. Try to keep it simple. So I know people are listening to this as opposed to watching it. Mm-hmm. Those of you watching, you can just look at us. Um, but for those of you listening, I'm going to try to make this as simple as possible so that you could just listen to these numbers and it's not confusing. Mm-hmm. Let's say you buy... We'll just use a house. Use a house. You get a house for $100,000. And you put 25% down. So you put down $25,000 to buy this house for $100,000. And you know, and this is a a bad example because I'm using a house and a house isn't valued based on NOI, but we're going to ignore that for the sake of simplicity, just so we can use something small and something people can wrap their heads around pretty easily. Let's pretend like this house is valued off its NOI, just like an apartment building is. So let's say you buy this place and you know you can fix it up for, let's say, $25,000. You're going to paint it, you're going to put new appliances in, and you're going to make it way better than it was when you got it. And once you do that, it's going to be worth $175,000. So you buy your house for $25,000 down. You put $25,000 into renovation. So you're into it for $50,000. Down payment of $25,000 plus $25,000 of uh, uh, rehab costs. You're into it for $50,000. 
and you go back to the bank uh, after a year or however long it takes you, and you say, hey, Mr. Banker, I just made this place way better. I'd like to refinance it. And you find out that it's now worth $175,000. So you get a loan out on that new higher value. Let's say, again, it's 75%, uh, just like your first loan. Uh, that means that the new loan is going to be uh, $131,000 and $250. That's 75% of the new value, $175,000. So your new loan is $131,250. Your old loan was... Seventy-five thousand. Uh, well, no, it's probably down to like seventy-three thousand dollars now because mm-hmm. you've paid some you have off. Because you debt paid on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's just say you you've had it for a year and you've paid off uh, some of that, so now it's down to seventy-three thousand. So we take our proceeds from the refi, which is the new loan, minus the old balance, and that nets us fifty-eight thousand dollars, fifty-eight thousand two hundred fifty dollars. Right. And you put in mm-hmm. fifty thousand dollars, and you just got fifty-eight thousand two hundred fifty back which means all of your initial investment is back in your pocket. You can go get another deal. You still own the property, so you're still going to be getting cash flow checks, albeit a little bit smaller than before because the debt surface is higher. But at this point, uh, you're not over leveraged. You have a 75% loan and you've got no more money in the deal. And so your returns are infinite. And so let's say you're getting five, 10 grand a year off of this deal and you wanted to calculate what your cash on cash return is. You can't. Because your denominator is zero. There's no money in the deal. You can't calculate the rate of return. And that is what we call an infinite return. And it's so great, this this strategy, because infinite returns are, it sounds really cool. And it is. But what's even cooler to me is that you now have an entirely de-risked investment. You own this thing. And you are still at a 75% loan to value, let's say. right? Like we're not leveraged up to the hilt. We have all of our money out of it. And it's still generating cash flow. That's a de-risked investment. And that's really hard to beat. And I, I love it because the way that we we talk about this sometimes is most people are familiar with fix and flip, like single family homes that you see on HGTV, where they go in and they they buy the shanty, they fix it up, and they then sell it to recoup all that new equity that they built up. But with our strategy, what we do is we don't sell it, we refinance it. So we still hold on to it and it continues generating. And it's like the win, win, win of all wins. Yeah. One of the biggest reasons why that's so win, win, win is because A, you keep getting those cash flow checks, uh, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about all the time, you know, that cash flow component is is such an important part of uh, being financially stable, having a uh, some kind of reoccurring paycheck coming in. Uh, but then the biggest one is, you know, those people that turn around and sell right away, well, they got to pay capital gains taxes on uh, those profits. Whereas for a refinance, it's a non-taxable event. You get to pull your money out, get that cash in hand in a tax-free um, capital event, um, go out and redeploy that without having to pay the tax ban. So that flipper who turned around and sold that thing has to pay the taxes on that thing and they only get to reinvest what's left over. Whereas you get to take that money and put it all to work and not have to pay the tax man until you actually sell the building much later, if ever. So if you thought infinite returns are good, let me just blow your mind with this concept. So we did this with the with the with our first property, right? We refinanced, we got all our money back plus some. And then like Dan said, we go and redeploy that in the deal number two. So we have now acquired two deals with the same amount of money, the same dollars, just like a bank would do. And now let's say we do the same thing again, where we add value to the property number two and we refinance it and we get all that money back again. Now we have double infinite returns. 
Well, triple yeah. because they'll take that and buy a third property. Oh my god, we have infinite, yeah. infinite returns. It's a, it's, yeah. it's like infinite regression. It's a, <sighs> it's a really powerful strategy, and that's why we keep doing it over and over again. Um, it works really well. It's low risk because of all the things we named. You're not over leveraged. You're just using your capital as efficiently as possible. And the biggest thing I think is the the tax component. Yeah. If you don't have to take that tax burden on to get your money then that's extremely powerful because that tax drag is huge. I mean, if you're paying 30 to 50% uh, in taxes every time you make money, um, extrapolate that out for 30 years and then compare it to a guy who doesn't have to do that. And the guy who doesn't have to do that is going to have a whole bunch of extra zeros and commas in his number at the end of 30 years than the uh, the guy who's flipping and paying taxes every time. Mm-hmm. So that is the infinite return. Hopefully, you got a little bit of value out of this episode. You don't feel like you were baited and switched. You weren't clickbaited uh we well we did do that a little, a little bit. bit we wanted to, we wanted to get you in here because that's it's fun it um the, the the more people at the party the more fun i get i hate parties so yeah that wouldn't be I'm, fun for me yet. yeah it wouldn't be fun for me at all but we appreciate you taking a little <laughs> bit of time out of your day and uh we we're going to look forward to seeing you next week uh do we do we have any anybody in particular we want to call out to go leave a review um Brenda's and Jeremiah's Carlisle. can we get Jeremiah's in there yeah, yeah Jeremiah's you've been slacking recently Jeremiah's Brenda's Carlisle's go leave a review over on iTunes the rest of you also maybe goes think about leaving a review but just know it's not your time quite yet you don't have how many to. Carlisle's do you think are listening right now? hey if you're listening to this and your name's Carlisle shoot me a message I got something for you it's not weird I I, I got a book for you hmm. Uh, you get a free copy of Passive Investing Made Simple. I'm going to send it out to you if your name's Carlisle, just for being a Carlisle. It has to be first name, not last name. And Sounds like a good book. uh, It's a fantastic book, Um, and not just because I wrote it. But that's going to do it for us, guys. We'll see you next week. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Multifamily Investing Made Simple. If you enjoyed the show, could you do us a massive favor? Head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Your feedback, it means the world to us as it helps us grow and spread the word about multifamily investing. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So fire this episode over to any friends or family who you think could benefit from learning all about multifamily investing. Thanks, guys. We appreciate every single one of you, and we'll see you on the next show.